Jai Guru, everyone. Jai Guru. Jai Guru. Welcome, everybody, um, to Awake, the Life of Yogananda podcast. Today, we're talking about minute 17. Um, we are always here with, um, like always, with Priyank and Chris. How are you guys doing today? How are you doing, Priyank? Groovy. Yeah. And Chris, oh. holding oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> Irish, Irish it's it hit 20, 20 something degrees now and, and the white oh my god can handle it. <laughs> crazy but no good i'm great thanks amazing and today we have our guest um his name is durga he's um dialing in from india um we got to know him because he um has an Instagram account called Mahavatar Babaji, has an insane amount of followers, very popular. Hello, Durga, how are you doing? Jai Guru. Yeah, I'm fine, sir. And how are you all? All right, thank you. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, could I um, start with um, asking you a few questions, Durga? Like, um, whereabouts are you in in India? In India, I'm from Hyderabad. Do you have like a big um, YSS presence? Do you have a big center there where you can go to? Uh, actually, we have um, four centers in Hyderabad, but uh, four are very far for me. Mm-hmm. Usually, I visit uh, one center. Mm-hmm. And main center is in the uh, heart of the city, a place known as Bacon Pate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually, for all the YSS members uh, staying in Hyderabad, visit there only to buy any books or uh, DVDs, etc. Amazing. Yeah, as a, someone from Austria, I always have a hard time imagining the size of like an Indian city. Probably has more people than my country or maybe mm-hmm. twice the size. So you have four centers. That is, that is pretty amazing. And um, how, did it, how did you start with this Instagram account that you started? How did that come to be? Yeah, because it's yeah. almost it's almost as big as like the whole of SRF, bigger than the YSS one, isn't it? It's massive. Uh, actually, uh, usually I have a, a fan page of a Hollywood actor. Uh, I run it for some days, but I didn't uh, felt like to r- run it. At that time, I was in home only for many days, and I deleted that Instagram and account uh, and I was lying in my sofa and uh, listening to some old songs. That time suddenly don't know, I felt like, uh, why don't we create a page on Babaji? I created, uh, I posted one post and three days I closed it. I thought, who will follow this page? It's a spiritual page. People will like uh, meme pages or something uh, or any trending issues, who will look into this, uh, uh, what we say, uh, devotional page. After three days, I opened and there were 30 followers and a few messages regarding Babaji. And uh, that made me to inspire to post more and more and more. And uh, usually for uh, Instagram pages, people take uh, shoutouts from other pages and uh, they make some paid promotions also to gain followers. But here, I didn't make any promotions. Wow. Just only two or three pages that two YSS so people only gave me short out. One YSS page and uh, one more is something Swami Vivekananda page. They gave me the short out. That's enough. Uh, and I st- slowly followers got increased and I felt, 
okay thousand followers are enough because uh, if there are a lot of people and they won't look at the post it's a waste of time for me and for them and uh, day by day day by day it was increasing and uh, even some actors are also use it to follow and some people use it to text in uh, instagram saying uh, dash and dash actor is following you i am a die hard fan of him or her so and i am following you i use it to wonder what really they are following me and i use it to check later and i was amazed to see uh, in biggest bollywood star following this page many of her uh, fans use it to message me do you speak with her <laughs> do you have her number <laughs> <laughs> I used to say, "Hare Ram, I don't know them. <laughs> They just follow. How <laughs> I will have their contact? Even I have, also I can't give give you without their permission." <laughs> And uh, some people used to text me. I mean, they were actors also. They used to text very nicely about regarding biases or experiences. and uh, they said to say how baba ji helped them how many followers do you have now 35.1 whoa 1000 yeah not million <laughs> <laughs> 35 means uh, 35k means 35000 right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah later some people use it to message me like it's very <laughs> divine we feel like we are speaking with baba ji and some people said like the first day we are doing is opening the instagram and uh, looking at your post and we feel it like a baba ji has given us the message uh, today to read and that made me to inspire <laughs> that inspired me a lot mm-hmm. and, uh, it made me to connect with more and uh, more voices or srf members in india and throughout uh, the globe not only in india throughout the globe there are many uh, westerns who are doing kriya very sincerely than indians they don't have the ego which we have like we feel like we know everything we have the vedas we have the lessons we are from the this country we have everything but uh, that ego or pride is made, uh, making us to downfall and uh, their good sense of not having the ego is making them to connect more and more with the spiritual treasures and the god and the gurus and in one of the situations yogananda ji helped me to come out of the idol worship because uh, i used to gather many idols in my home made up of uh, bronze copper and uh, silver i used to worship them that was a very long process i used it to do uh, and that time also that time how i used it to feel is for example if i how they taught us i mean in my childhood lakshmi devi loves uh, jasmine and vishnu loves tulsi lord shiva loves uh, bilva ganesh loves grass and durga loves uh, meat or red color food and i used to gather all and for example if i don't have the tulsi to offer to vishnu i used to feel like 
अरे आई डिडेंट गेव थिंग्स इन टू विष्णु नाउ हाउ हे विल बी सैटिस्फाइड अरे आई डिडेंट ब्रॉड द सारी टू दुर्गा हाउ विल शी वेयर द क्लॉथ एंड व्हेन आई स्टार्टेड इन द मेडिटेशन दैट टाइम आई रियलाइज अरे बाबा देयर इज नो नीड ऑफ ऑफरिंग तुलसी और सारी और एनी काइंड ऑफ फूड इट्स आवर हार्ट व्हिच वे शुड ऑफर इट्स द मेन थिंग and usually in indian traditions for any puja uh, they offer it like from here this anahata chakra point holding like this like this they do and uh, in one of the videos uh, somewhere ah uh, yeah a spiritual counselor was saying actually the reason offering like this is uh, one day while in pujas offering like this without knowing we will offer our heart to god like the means uh, meaning behind this symbol is offering our heart and uh, i understand okay guru ji made me to come out of <laughs> like he made me cross one step and uh, his teachings are sometimes i use it to not understand the english very much as of now like in i think priyanks are also know very well in hindi in, in uh, indian english mostly we use like you he they but in guruji language <laughs> there were words like thou he i used to think what are these words uh, like thou and the i am not understanding who are this thou and the and uh, i when i called one of the vices branch near my home they said come better to our home uh, let us discuss and when i went home they started explaining those lessons in my local language in telugu what i taught is that time they were explaining me in their own words but after coming home again i started reading the lessons that time i understand when i read i wondered like the words which those i mean they explained me in telugu was uh, not their words this book only they trans they translated into telugu and explained me very profoundly in the hongs or, or the om but somehow like reading and reading and reading those uh, books again and again they made me to understand what me who am i why i should have the human experience sometimes i use it to feel like why i came to earth if i if i am like a eagle i can fly in the highs of the sky if i am a dolphin i can jump in the oceans if i am a beautiful banyan tree i can situate on a beautiful landscape and Well, every of my question, why says lessons has an answer in it? Very profound answer. The thing what I learned here is we need to have first one is patience, second one is faith, third one is doing our sadhana daily, fourth one is regularity, fifth one is sincerity. Sixth one is devotion. These are the six points which I learned. Nice, And very nice. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good 
It's a really good um, story. And I, I, every time someone comes on here, I love to hear the story, how they got on the path. Cause it's always unique. There's always, um, they always felt somehow in their life that Guruji was um, taking control at some point once they let him. And I feel like this is um, what we're looking for, for the guru to steer our lives towards. Yeah. Uh, Recently when uh, I bought yeah. this one. Ah, beautiful. Nice. Ah, very nice. Yeah, this is great. For listeners, he's holding a nice pendant of Guruji. Um, and uh, this is my Hanuman pendant. Oh, wow. This one is Hanuman. Very nice. In a Ram Bhakti poster, like he's doing Namaskara to Lord Rama. Mm. And uh, this is Guruji. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> very nice, nice. All right. So um, we can, I think, um, after, the, after the introduction, we could now um, start looking at minute 17 of the, of the film. And let me summarize the, the minute a little bit. Um, so it starts out with, um, you hear the voice of Yogananda. He talks um, about, I'm going to paraphrase a bit, um, that the teachings um, of him are a science and not a dogma. Yoga is a science, not a dogma. He talks about the soul descending into the body. Um, and you see, him, you see him talking at first. Then you see a person sitting um, with a nice ocean view, possibly Encinitas. Um, then you see an auditorium, then you see the auditorium empty. Then we see um, Masvidal talking about how this kind of message would have resonated with people in the 1920s. Then towards the end, we see um, uh, people describing what God is to them. And, and it ends there. And let's start with this first um, point that Guruji makes there. He says, um, those teachings are a science and not a dogma. Um, Chris, what do you think about that? What, what do you think he means by that? Yeah, well, I suppose just to work backwards, dogma. Uh, I think modern day people uh, would certainly resonate in the West, at least uh, more with what dogma is when it comes to religion. Um, and it's, I, I would suggest more don't ask too many questions, uh, you know, simply have faith and, you know, toe the line. And there's some level of preaching uh, and, and uh, reading the Bible without too much analysis. Uh, that's my own personal definition of what I think dogma probably is. Um, and I, I suppose a, a more closed-minded thinking. Um, but Yogananda has come in to really talk about it in a different context and bringing it into the 20th century. Um, at the time, which was uh, the industrial boom and science and technology, which was um, really changing uh, the, the way that we live. So, um, yeah, uh, what, what I think about it is that Yogananda was a, a pioneer. I think he was somebody who uh, is going to be remembered, you know, in history. And it, I think we talked about this in the previous minute where it's going to age really well. It's only going to get better with time. Because if you talked about that in today's uh, landscape of you know religious context, it would still be a difficult conversation for a lot of people. Hundred years ago, it was really amazing stuff to come into the Western world with this kind of uh, conversation. So groundbreaking, 
literally revolutionary, I think is a, a paradigm shift in the way that we would view religious religiosity. Is that, sorry, did I say that correctly? And spirituality. I'm, so I'm not a native speaker yours. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Irish, so I don't know. English. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's opening doors, isn't it? And it, it's, um, I think it plants the seed for an idea. And it plants that seed and you go, well, what, what does he mean by that? And then you start to kind of explore yourself, you know, um, which is, in, you know, a gift in and of itself with just a few words. So. Priyank, what do you think about that? Yeah, so the, the first few lines, um, he's, Yogananda is really talking, in my mind, just really about energization. So he talks about energization and you know recharging recharging your your body with cosmic energy, like just as we're taught to do in our energization practices. Um, and energization, you know, we we the the technique of energization allows us to you know take prana through our agna and um, and kudasha and agna and the medulla and redirect it redirect it to uh, various parts of the body or the anatomy so he talks about that i think in in the first few uh, few lines and he's, he also references like um how man descended for example how cosmic consciousness came into man and then us being into like relying on our senses and now he's talking about the reversing that flow so he for example he, he talks about um this is meditation, but we're obviously taught this as energization, reversing that and going forward in our practices. And, and he says that this, this is the reason for all this work, you know, the whole reason for him going to uh, America or him taking birth in this form, which I think is uh, really powerful because these things were, these things have been around for thousands of years, haven't they? Meditation and it's been around, you know, since lord shiva's time in you know tens of thousands of years ago but um we've been we've not been doing it um or we've forgotten how to do it and hence the need for mahavatar babaji and the our line of gurus to come and uh, reaffirm the techniques for the modern age and it's beautifully encapsulated in the first few lines i think yeah i i really like um how he he basically goes out and says like i have, I have nothing to hide i have this science that i'm bringing you and if you apply it in your lives and you will see direct changes and that's this is what makes it a science it's just something you can try out it's not something that you believe and you hope for the best but and and that's uh scientificness i'm not sure if that's a word but uh, <laughs> uh that is not. something that attracts a lot of um a lot of people and that's why i think chris said it it ages really well um Durga, what, what do you think about this when, when you hear this? It's, um, my, my teachings are not a dogma, but a science. Uh, Chandrasekhar Swamiji said, like, Kaptaka is a wish, is a prithvi me kanti hote hai, utnatak yogananda ji ka kirti bhi hote hai. He said, like, until the sun and moon are visible to earth, up to that time, yogananda ji is, uh, Presence will be on earth. Mm. Nice. Yeah, and blessings as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we basically um, we we hear Guruji talking, and then while we see him talk, we see this. Um, there's a really nice shot of him where he's standing. Is it on a cliff or somewhere? He's looking into 
into the far maybe ocean or you don't see the other side really <laughs> but his, you see his eyes like um, locked onto something and it's a very powerful image yeah have you seen have you seen that one before Priyank no I hadn't seen that these do you think these are the kind of shots that were haven't been released before or they only like belong to the archives like they said that in in the film there's lots of shots and footage like this that hasn't never been released guruji guruji i have that uh, something magnetic power it pulls everyone <laughs> towards mm, him yes okay. usually we buy the books but uh, in uh, his case it's very different that book chooses us you mm. <laughs> <laughs> looked at you because you know sometimes how i did it yes <laughs> uh, i use it to like if uh, i go to temples or uh, any pujas i look at the photo or the statue of the god and i use it to if i for example i'm moving right side i will keep my head and i will move slowly and i will observe that uh, divine face sometimes i use it to watch the eyes were moving even sometimes mm. in the guruji case also it was the same like his eyes were moving like this and like this <laughs> yeah yeah I, i even feel like sometimes when i walk past guruji's picture i feel like sometimes it's a very warm smile but sometimes it's more like a stern look i feel like he he changes his expression slightly very right? same picture all the yeah. expressions within it yeah <laughs> yeah definitely especially stri yukteswar is a, is a classic case for that one isn't it oh yeah yeah you can, yeah, you can yeah. see him like disapproving sometimes other times yeah, yeah. well done the answer yeah. Yeah. in our lineage no i love everyone every guru i respect uh, all our six mm. gurus from the krishna to yogananda ji but yukteswar uh, giri ji's uh, photo no really uh, i get so much of fear when i look into his eyes like those eyes were like always burning something in, inside me i know exactly what you mean discipline Yeah, because he's a, uh, he's a disciplinarian. The discipline, right? uh, yeah. the discipline yeah. which he given uh, Yogananda ji, I felt like, yeah. okay, let me be in place of Yogananda ji. What I will do? Without waiting in my movement, I will pack my bag and I'll go back to my home. <laughs> That much uh, strict he was. Whenever I use it to look into the eyes of Yukteswar ji, I feel like a uh, very burning sensation. not sensation like uh, he's a wisdom of fire he's like a burning mm, fire always yeah. not anger but that wisdom burning mm. burning wisdom mm. so yeah, i, like I always uh, feel him like the arnachaleshwara matlab the tiruvan i mean ramana maharshi stayed no sir their lord shiva is known as uh, arnachaleshwara i feel him like uh, arnachaleshwara sometimes and in case of our guruji no to be frank sometimes uh, everyone does a mistake right i feel like hamaya i have the yogananda ji he will forgive me <laughs> he loves me <laughs> and immediately i feel sick what if i am in place of uh, i mean if i was a disciple a direct disciple of yukteswar ji 
if i do this mistake no immediately i get a big slap of karma against <laughs> me <laughs> then what i would do <laughs> but it but Even, like his picture also has two facets right like i look at the picture sometimes i feel like mm. oh my god i need to do more of this or that but sometimes <laughs> i also look at it and feel like oh yeah he is proud of me today he understands i understand yeah <laughs> i understand yeah, I everything and, uh, in <laughs> all of our guru's photos uh lahri mahashaya photo is also very different like uh, he will be always uh, smiling and the way guruji describe like uh what we say yeah lahri mahashaya face is like a rose color and he has a stomach like potato color <laughs> he has a white chest like that i feel like when i look to him am i looking to a grandfather whom i know ಹೋಮ್ there were the uh what we say mitti in hindi we say no so mitti i don't know in, in english we say soil right yeah soil bro- uh, brought from baba shikil uh, right. ashes of uh, lahri mahashaya ji uh, this was uh, written on that uh, samadhi mandir yeah what does that say read it if you can om samadhi mandir This moment contains sacred soil from Baba Ji's cave and ashes of the holy bodies of the Guru process in whom the unmanifest, unnameable, unknowable divinity, the grace supreme, the essential, enduring, eternal emptiness, the all-pervading intelligence manifested named and known as Shamacharan Lahiri, who is our Lahiri Mahashaya, and his son tinkori lahiri and uh, lahiri mahashay's grandson satya charan lahiri and there was a one more thing also written there it is ending of sorrow 22 july 2018 it was scraped on a marble stone sometimes i wonder how all those who do not write compose or paint can manage to escape the madness the melancholia the panic fear which is inherent to the human condition wrote graham greene in the autobiography entitled way of escape it is indeed strange and surprising that even creativity has to be a curse of the might mind and not a benediction of life divinity division free awareness why all the creative expressions must emanate only as a ways of escape from minds in entanglements and not as ecstasy and uh, euphoria of existence of life it is unceasing amazement for a kriyaban yogi to know that the writers composers and painters are only victims of madness melancholia 
panic fear which have been considered as inherent to human beings nice nice very oh nice. it's very beautiful right and then, yeah then we move on like you said we see the auditorium 1920s and then masvidal i gonna paraphrase he talks about the message of yogananda how it must have impressed people of the 1920s who have much less understanding of energy and yoga and spirituality as we do now they were probably much more caught up into either not being very religious or into religious dogma than people are today i would say um chris what do you what do you think about that um i think uh, you also mentioned earlier that that there was a there's a sizable amount of catholics now in los angeles and how would they perceive it today yeah i i wondered um fast forward 100 years you know you land this uh rhetoric let's say in the, in this in the conversation with somebody uh in in los angeles how would it go down um would it be better you know would, would it be better received like would, would it be more open to to receiving the information that Guruji's is saying that you know god is uh, god might be found in the spine really through meditation and through reversing the senses you know into the body to cosmic intelligence is this something that wouldn't be met with ridicule like i was just wondering um for my circle of friends maybe in northern ireland it probably would be it to 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 be quite honest with you so um and i i suppose i i wanted to kind of highlight that there there's like 3.5 million uh catholics in in los angeles um that's the the, the largest uh, amount of um religious uh, group and then there's like 90,000 buddhists and things like this and lots of different types of christians but um I I wanted to highlight actually I think it probably would be better received right and it would be even stronger you know or harder for Guruji 100 years ago to have come with this message and to highlight how how you know grateful we are for that but um how much ground has been made since then as well in in, in 100 years people know the words yoga people know the words meditation um and and people would see the um uh change that that's happened and i think you could have more healthy conversations of exploring what is it gratitude means uh, and and how could that be brought into your life in some way and people do the yoga asanas without really understanding that maybe they are working with prana and and the breathing techniques that we have it's kind of part and parcel now especially in la um that set the scene and uh there's lots of trends that come out of LA so i think gurudji a picked a really good place in LA uh, <laughs> uh that's um, in the future today really influential in terms of the culture of the world mm. it really comes kind of comes from LA if you think about it with the united states leading the way um in in a lot of culture influence around the world uh, and through hollywood and things like this so um yeah it's just to go back to what i said and we said before it's aged really well <laughs> and i i think i think it's only going to get better and better so yeah i wonder it's, if if um guruji's message um had such a big impact on the west that if he came 100 years later it's it's unimaginable now how how it would be if he hadn't come in the first place right like his impact was big like i feel like the whole spiritual um vocabulary the spirituality movements all the different um faith groups that are in there now and especially in LA 
are so big now that um, I feel like um, uh, Yogananda coming to the West and living in Los Angeles, like started off like pushing over the first domino and from then on it kind of developed. Um, do you think it would be um, a different story if Yogananda arrived today and hadn't arrived 100 years ago, Priyank? Yeah, so I was thinking about this as Chris was saying it, because, you know, when, when he was doing his public talks and um, back then when he came to 19, 1920s, he did things in a very dramatic way. Like he created post, like he took pictures of him sitting on an alligator, which we saw. And, you know, he did, he had people on the auditorium where you know, we display your yogic powers. But now all of that's like had its impact, right? So people know the power of yoga now. So he doesn't, he wouldn't need to take that approach. He could take a much more esoteric, he could take much more like metaphysical approach, uh, a subtle, much more subtle approach. And I think he would need to because uh, people in today's LA and today's London, they wouldn't respond so much, so well to that, you know, shiny stuff. It, it's much more subtle, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah, he would probably be um, adapt to the local culture, but the mm. local culture is different. So he would do that in yeah. a different way as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It, it also made me think of what um, our guest, uh, pre previous guest of uh, Verdun Sunny, uh, talked about uh, the, the difficulty in California. Uh, it seems it's quite prevalent for people to be very lonely uh, and have lots of anxiety and depression. Uh, and suffer mentally uh, a lot. Um, and it, it struck me, you know, from uh, from Guruji's uh, message, really, you know, God being maybe in the spine, you know, you can access uh, through scientific uh, processes and meditation, uh, this idea of God. Um, what would people who are in a place of severe loneliness and depression think, you know, if you could give them that key? Is that is that not something spectacular beyond words because you're never alone really you've all you've got infinity say within you and it's something that i think is the answer to so many people's problems in today's world where they're disillusioned disconnected without the sense of community community and god as we've talked about in previous episodes with Nietzsche uh, saying god is dead you know um mm. You know, th this is this is something really that it's right in front of them. You know, it's right in front of so many people. Um, unfortunately, we need to we need to do some deal of suffering before we can get to the answers. It seems so. Mm. It just made me think that, of, of that. Really, listening to, to the significance of Gurdjieff's coming, you know, coming with this message and, and the suffering that so many people are are experiencing today. Yeah, I. The thing is you, I think you first have to make a bit of an effort before you feel a real connection with your guru or God, right? Um, might also have to do with the, like Durga said earlier, that um, like uh, pe some people prefer living guru to um, someone who uh, lived a long time ago. Um, because um, like, I feel like connection is something that you, you build up over time, you know, you worship your guru, you, you do the practice, you do all the techniques and, and then once you feel this, it's such a treasure, right? But um, it's something that, I don't know, it's like, I don't think everyone is open for this yet. Maybe there's like still some, like you said, uh, Chris, like some convinced things still need to be done or we need to feel really bad before we start doing, <laughs> <laughs> start doing this. Uh, 
One interesting question I just thought of that I want to ask Durga is, what do you think would it be like if Yogananda only came in this time now to India? What would it? What would that be like? like what do you think? In twenty twenty. Sorry, in this twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. No, no. Actually, from last year, I was in home only. No. Yeah. Every day is the same. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, now, currently in this twenty twenty one, I think uh, that time only is better because <laughs> nowadays, ah, uh, in India, it's uh, like very what we say, like very ah. Uh, more of corruption people are not pure like uh, in olden days in olden days they used to treat very well for a guru nowadays it's like disciple is only having the head weight for example let us think uh, a guru is uh, financially low and disciple is very we say uh, is very rich so in olden days they used to donate those money to his guru as a service but nowadays what uh, they do is they donate to their guru and uh, they say we gave to our guru this much he will listen to us he will his hours but i think uh, not only for this year uh, even if he is alive now also guru is just always eternal he gave as more advanced than spiritual technology more, which is more advanced uh, since uh, ancient times i think if he is physically there right now it would be very happy for us <laughs> because at least once in our lifetime we would have made him and we have we would have touched his uh, holy lotus feet and would take his blessings because after for example we did our sadhana for few years there is no result with his touch also we we may get uh, liberated because we don't have that chance now because he is astrally but uh, being uh, astrally is more beneficial than uh, physical because guru ji also said when he left to america for 30 years he is not having any physical connection with his guru yukteswar ji mm-hmm. but he used to receive everything astrally only from him everything in the 30 years and that no same thing is happening to all, all the devotees of yogananda ji maybe yeah. something our karma that made us uh, to born in this late times oh sorry yeah in this late times only i don't know it's late time or yeah late times only yeah i mean i, I feel like um yogananda was also the time he lived in was not the easiest time either right but he just describes his life yeah, as yeah. a biography of a yogi but, so uh, whenever such a breeze he had like world war 1 world war 2 great <laughs> depression yeah, yeah. he had like the but, whole uh, sometimes um, i wonder how yeah. such a loving guru we, we are having because he left the world that's fine but before he left the world he gave us everything whatever we need the family i mean the organization wises srf his teachings books devotional chants healing techniques 
energization exercise food diets everything almost he gave everything which he has he kept nothing with him and he says only one thing do the sadhana prayers will look at you that's the only thing he always says in the lessons also only sadhana devotion love faith sincerity prayers will only take you to me and if you do the kriyas uh, sincerely automatically i and all the gurus are with you if you go to an orphan and ask uh, what you feel like your parents of course they say if my parents are alive that would be very beneficial for me yeah no we are not orphans it's uh, always <laughs> <laughs> maybe even he, he don't know i'm getting cry some his physical it would be very different uh, from now because we would uh, get the letters from him and we would store them in our altars and the uh, almaras mm. so don't know sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> seems like he's very physically present durga but i was going to say um some people have the you know in some parts the guru they have the guru in this life you know and i've yeah. noticed with that with those devotees they're very they're very um uh their their mind is very attached to being in the physical presence so more so than the sadhana and stuff oh i must go see guru i need to take his darshan i need to be there rather than what well, you know really he's he's omnipresent isn't he even if he's in this present form physically yeah, yeah. or if he's in the astral form he's omnipresent so we have this we're forced into this beneficial beneficial position of imagining him in our mandir or our meditation room at yeah, home yeah, or yeah, in our yeah. house yes, so it's actually a for us i think there's a benefit there's a big benefit as well compared to uh, the other yes, side sir. and one more thing is uh, those people <laughs> i don't know those people will be getting a uh, spiritual scoldings if he is alive <laughs> i mean if he is uh, physically there physically yeah we are maybe somewhat lucky i guess <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, he is very he is uh, like if he is physically we all need to visit but uh, being in astral form he is only visiting us daily <laughs> whether you are in your sadhana or you are in your office or college you are mm. playing in garden you are cooking you are eating or whether you are in bathroom too <laughs> <laughs> because uh, i remember uh, a small spiritual council regarding my sadhana in my initial days i called to one of the senior member in vices and asked they are, my parents are not allowing me to do my sadhana what should i do then he said go to bathroom and do and i was i was shocked what sir <laughs> bathroom is a dirty place how can i do there uh, our world is more dirty than the bathroom oh, yeah. and we get the smell and here we don't get that smell that's all he said <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm also being a bit mindful of time um mm. the last the last scene in the movie then there's like a few people who come on and they explain what god means to them um 
there's like it started out with being unfathomable. Oh, I didn't say that well. Unfathomable. Yeah, yeah there That's we go. Um, nice. Um, then um, one one of the people um, says God is a she, which I like, which I like a lot, which is something that I don't know. Maybe it's because of the language, but I always refer to him as him mm. as, rather than her. But it should it should be both, right? Um, um, what did you, um, what does um, God mean to you, Chris, putting you on the spot now? Oh, what a hospital part. I think that is the biggest hospital part in the history of this podcast. <laughs> unless, unless, unless. I have, I have a really good answer. Have, yeah. Oh, he's got, he's got an essay wait, question wait, prepared. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't need a comprehensive explanation. Well, yeah. just, no, I want a comprehensive a, a, a sentence. A short sentence. Just, summarize, <laughs> just summarize God, yeah. Okay. Like, they, like they do in the film. Just a little glimpse. What, what yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, do right yeah, Unknown. Yeah. No, I, I, I would like to say, you know, when, when I grew up, um, I, I always did struggle with the concept of God because grew up, uh, growing up in Northern Ireland, it was, you know, um, do you follow the Protestant faith or the Catholic faith? And I said, well, Let's you know start by saying you know what is God like what what are we what are we doing you know what are we agreeing to and so many people mindlessly go into religious kind of mindsets so um, so I always kind of struggled with it because I think the um, the joke here is like oh God is some white guy with a big beard sitting on a throne in in, in the clouds <laughs> and um, so that, you know we're made in His image so you know must, you must look human but I, I never really bought into it and. Um, uh, I, I mean to say that uh, I, I always wanted to know truly what is God, who is God, what, you know, what is the concept. The, the thing that really made the penny drop for me was the first time I heard cosmic intelligence, those two words. I, I, and I thought, wow, there's two words put together that I've never heard done before. And God is literally in everything, isn't, isn't it? it? God is the body, the body of the cosmos might be got seen as God's body, you know, and and the idea of God's intelligence being incorporated into everything, as well as you know, as we say, nothing, nothing, um, and and the idea is just beyond, I guess, the grasp of my mind and imagination to a degree. But um, uh, I, I suppose when when we try to get to know God, we're trying to get to know love. So God, for me, is love. Uh, that's why I, I can describe it but don't ask me to describe love beautiful <laughs> i was gonna but then I'm, i won't <laughs> okay uh, same hospital pass to priyank uh, in hindus we have a very easy answer to that question we just we can just say sat chitananda as uh okay. say durga prasad said which is ever existing ever conscious ever new bliss consciousness <laughs> what that means well we can experience That's some of it in meditation. Uh, okay. I think so in, that so, can be so, experienced only in meditation. Yeah. Yes. Durga, Durga you, uh, in five words, how would you describe God? <laughs> five words or less. Five words? Uh, like, in my own way, uh, like, describing God means, uh, in one way, it's like Gandhiji word, Manava Seve, Madhava Seva, like, Servicing human is the service, uh, worshiping the divine mm. one and uh, Guruji's love, I mean, loving others, same like us um, in uh, easy way. Jesus said in Bible, like, 
love others uh, like you love yourself that and uh, third one is always uh, thinking of god chanting of god being with god that's the only thing which makes us connected with god and of course kriya is a tool to remove those obstacles fourth one is charity donating some food last one is uh, doing our guru given sadhana sorry it's not last one it should be in the first one but in my list <laughs> i'm saying it as the last because only that guru given sadhana can teach us make us feel us who is god what is god where where he is who he is these were the five which i can say nice thank you so um i th- i think um this wraps up our minute um is there anything we want to add still um, no just uh, thank you for yeah. durga prasad for coming it's brilliant to yeah. have you thank you so much yeah well, thank I, you no no going to say that as well i want to thank thank you durga and i still want to mention again your instagram account mahavatar babaji on instagram is that right yeah yeah thank thank you for coming on yeah thank you so for inviting me <laughs> really uh, feeling blessed to connect with you all three i am somewhere in india and you are somewhere in london <laughs> four oceans cross us yes and yet we're together <laughs> really technology uh, is helping everyone in this pandemic yeah <laughs> chris any last thoughts i think earlier on maybe we didn't touch on it it said um, you're going to talk about the purpose having uh, the purpose uh, our purpose being on, on on the planet um and really it was uh, essentially to to know the cosmic uh, energy coming through um the earth and the, and the body and the senses but as we talked about the reversal of that uh, is i would say you know yogananda what he preaches or talks about really is to do that you know reverse this energy reverse that and that's how you know god and that's how you get to god um I just wanted to highlight that again because that to me is so many people walk around you know needing a sense of purpose and and meaning to life and I guess it's all already within within you right and uh, we can fabricate some meaning and purpose in so many other areas in an infinite uh way um but in the simplicity of what Yogananda said you would all you would almost skip kind of skip past it and, and we almost did there so I just wanted to go back and and highlight that it's it's really beautiful and um, yeah grateful for for yogananda showing showing that that way and that path so. yep absolutely agree agree